Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You know what time it is when you hear my voice on your speakers out there, folks. It's now time for the hottest hip-hop and R&B show this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio.
just make you feel good out there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. It's your boy Emilio Whiteball once again, and I want to say thank you and welcome to each and every one of you for tuning in to this presentation of the hottest hip hop and R&B show this side of the net. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio Two One Two to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip hop shows. Favorite hip hop show coming up in just a few. We're going to be joined by Ben Harold in the Rising, so you may want to keep it locked right here to the Nonstop Radio Show. This is Nonstop Radio.
non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. My life ain't always been easy. Sometimes it's hard just to fit in. Although my blessings are many. Die for true life to begin. I know, Mama, she told me you got a gift you should use. Yeah. Ain't gotta be like nobody. Just be yourself, don't confuse it. There are not two, there's only. Much more of where that came from, ladies and gentlemen. 
We're about to go take a quick break and come right back. But up next, we're going to be joined by Ben Harold of Ben Harold and the Risings. Ladies and gentlemen, you may want to keep it locked right here to the Nonstop Radio Show. And make sure you're following us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 212 or hit us up on IG at EJP underscore entertainment. The Nonstop Radio Show. Nonstop Hip Hop. The hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the Nonstop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is Nonstop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. The Non-Stop Radio Show. Non-Stop Hip Hop. The hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Girl, you spark like you's a lighter Girl, you are a fire We connect like cosmic energy It's amazing Could this be that I'm dreaming Cause baby, wake me up and give me a chance to show you Play no games and won't do it for the name of fame and settle down, build a family, help the kids go college. Molded close, we walk, man, we're inseparable. The food you got is stronger, girl, you spark like you's a lighter. Girl, you are a fire. We connect like cosmic energy. It's amazing Could this be that I'm dreaming Baby, wake me up and give me a chance to show you I'm, I'm all you need No other one can bring you joy Joy, love and peace Oh yeah My love, I tore like a glizzy with a switch Crime to commit and never have I ever, never will I won't. Cause you've been so magical. Fireworks to me, girl, you ain't easy. Set it on fire, girl, you spark like you was a lighter. Girl, you are a fire. We connect like cosmic energy. It's amazing Good. this beat at I'm dreaming Cause baby wake me up And give me a chance to show 
non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. Wow, what's poppin', you dig? This G-Quick, straight from the N.O. New Orleans, you heard me? And you're tuned in to Non-Stop Radio with Emilio Eggball, the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net, you heard me? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It's your boy Emilio Wackball. We back in the house once again. And we are at the point of our show where we are now joined by our special guest. And please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Ben Harold from Ben Harold and the Risings. Ben, how's everything? Hey, man. Doing well. How you doing? Everything's good. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us here today on the show. We are glad to have you. Oh, yeah, man. Happy to be here. Thanks. Not a problem. So before we get started, you know, Ben Harold, this is the first time you are on this platform. So let's start by, you know, having you tell the listeners out there a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. Um, I live in uh, in the upper north here. I'm in Wisconsin here in Milwaukee yeah. and uh, kind of grew up there as a kid. Man, started playing some music when I was in my teens. Just one of those things, you know, and um yeah, just uh, always kind of been into that thing. I was never the sports kid or the uh, the brainy kid, you know. I was always sitting around my room playing guitar 24-7, so kind of set me in that direction. But, yeah, um, I don't know, met, got a great band full of friends, and uh, we just do our thing, man. Just yeah. trying to make some music, spread some love. Now, a question, a burning question right now I have to ask, being that, you know, we are in the season – Right now, a football. You mean to tell me that you live in Wisconsin and you're not a Packers fan? <laughs> you got that right, dude. Man. <laughs> true, man. I call myself the only objective watcher in the entire state. I'm watching it objectively. I got no bias. I don't give a crap. <laughs> hey man, I don't blame you, man. No, no problem about that one. But now that we got that out of the way, you know, for the inquiring minds out there that may have wanted to learn, I mean, know about that. So, you know, with that being said, like, what influenced you into, you know, pursuing a passion or a career in the music business? It's funny, man, because it's like it's not it's not even like you get influenced by something. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like you either are or you're not. And if you are, you can't get your mind off of it. You can't get your body away from it. You can't get your hands off the instruments. You can't get your feet off the stage, you know? I can't, man. I, there's, I tried to live a normal life <laughs> mm-hmm. many times. And 
all it led me to was a nervous breakdown because, you know, I just wasn't living the life I'm, I need to be living. And, yeah. and uh, so for me, it's not even like an influence. It's just there's some sort of muse or draw inside me that it, it precludes me from doing really anything else. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. Now, I hear that a lot from a lot of people, and especially, you know, given the way, you know, life has changed dramatically for a lot of people over the last almost three years. You know, I get it, and it's kind of refreshing to have these conversations with people that, you know, kind of step outside of the norm. And when I mean the norm, I'm talking about, you know, the working in nine to five, doing the traditional way of life that a lot of people right. are accustomed to, you know, go to school, graduate, get a job, have a family, yeah. you know, the it's whole traditional way of living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's respectable, right? It's there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah, I don't want to be like poo pooing on it because I, I feel like it's that's a respectable thing for people, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want to say that it's not a good thing. It just didn't work for me. No, no, no. Very much understandable. But what I was getting at is, you know, it's it's uh, it's very refreshing when you do have people that step outside of that and they tend to find themselves in that space. You know what I'm saying? Like people, they thrive yeah. better when they don't have to follow, you know, the same way that everybody else is going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree 100%, man. Totally. Yeah. So yep. with that being said, you know, you started off, you know, doing your thing musically and you started off as just a soloist and then you transition into having a band with you now called the rising. So how did that happen? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't even plan on making an album at one point. I was just kind of out of it. I was done. I kind of gave that all up. And, um, you know, just had a good friend who was really encouraging me to come in and record some stuff turned into an LP. And at that point, the spark kind of lit the fire and, I knew after playing just a few solo gigs that I, I just wanted to have that band around. I always wanted a band, man. I always wanted a, a group of guys coming around and making the songs bigger than anything I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up listening to like rock bands, dude. I wanted, I wanted the, the Heartbreakers. I, you know, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted the E Street Band. You know, I wanted these guys behind me that are are taking what I create and turning it into something bigger and, and better. And, and there's nothing like playing. In a, in a rock band there really isn't like once you once you get into that jive you guys get to know each other and you start to play together there's nothing like it and i always craved that and i think it was just after those songs came out it was it was time i needed it i needed to go after it and i got lucky with some really great great band members now are these people that you knew from like a long time or these are just people that you met within the space of doing and creating music yeah kind of both man kind of mm-hmm. both we when I knew a few of them for a few years, played with most of them during that time, uh, you know, here and there at different things. And, um, and one of the guys, a keyboardist, Dan, we met him. He was doing a solo opening for some kind of series we were a part of. And we really dug what he was doing, and he really liked what we were doing. And no one remembers the real story, but we both remember begging the uh, other person to join the band. So it's a little bit of everything, you know. Like, we had people that were around and then, to pick people up during the whole thing, it, it all kind of came together. The biggest thing for me was I didn't want, I didn't want to have any kind of in band fighting. I wanted to have people that I knew would get along, would would support each other, would feel good about being around each other mm-hmm. for a very long period of time, and and that really paid off because the musicality came out of that. Now, with that being said, do, is there often times that you do have like little clashes or is it just completely harmonious when you guys are working together on a project song or just even just hanging out, bouncing ideas off of one another? 
Yeah, no, man. We we have this. It's 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 just jives. We have arguments and stuff, but it's all out in the open. There's never but anybody holding things back, and it's not even arguments. It's just you know giving each other shit about bad ideas or or even if it's a good idea, we're, we're kind of giving each other shit, which I love, man. That's like my love language, man. <laughs> kind of. You know, I love it when people hold me down and say, you know, I don't, I don't agree with this idea. And then we have a conversation and maybe in the end we go with my idea, but it's altered or we drop it, you know, and I love that because that's part of the creative process. It makes the songs better. Everybody in the band wants to serve the music and we all care enough about each other that we, we, Absolutely. We will say the honest thing, the honest thing, you know, I totally agree with that because, you know, you have, in this space so many yes men and it's like it's like almost kind of pulling yeah. teeth when you're trying to find those genuine people yeah. that you know can tell you yeah. exactly what you need to hear not what you want to hear exactly man I can throw the hardest thing at any one of these guys and know it will be received exactly like I wanted it to and they can they know they can throw anything at me I don't I don't give a shit like I know it's coming from a good place from them now, have you always been this way? Where has it been easy for you to accept criticism over the years, or is this is something that you've learned to grow into? Damn, man, that's a good question. Uh, a little bit of both, because I think when I was younger, I would say that I had no problem with anybody saying anything to me. But the reason was I was saying a lot worse to myself, you know. Mm. And I think at this point in my in my kind of development as a person, I. I've come to terms with a lot of that. And now it's just genuinely like I'm comfortable with who I am. I know who I am. And if I, if I am called out on the table or on the floor, because when these guys hear me come up with an idea or say something, I know enough about me and I'm humble enough about me that I, I understand where they're coming from. And I, and I, I don't, I don't do the whole like, well, beat up on myself type of thing anymore. It's, it's from a much healthier place. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, for a long time it's definitely, you know, a, just a very unhealthy place that I was doing it. But, you know, when you get to the place where you can receive criticism and understand who you are as a person, then you don't really have the arguments anymore, right? You know, it's, it's just kind of, it's all about growth. I, 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 I definitely get that because I have my time so where, you know, I don't always want to, you know, hear what, other people may have to say or whatever the case may be, but I take it because it comes mm. from a genuine place. And then I'm also that same yeah. type of person as well, where I'm more tough on myself than what I am on yeah. other people or may be other people may be on me. So I definitely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have, I feel like you gotta have high standards if you're a creator for yourself. Like you should have the highest standards oh, than yeah. anybody, you know? So definitely got that too, yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I totally agree with that one because, you know, I ask people plenty of times to give me their critique on certain things. It's because yeah. of just how difficult I am when it comes to, like, what I expect of myself, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, the bigger struggle for me isn't even, um, isn't even whether or not something... Um, well, let me put it this way. The, the biggest struggle for me is that uh, when I create something, when I put a song out there, I want to, I want to know from them if they think it's good because I'll, I'll want to just doubt it from the start and think, you know, it's all right or it's not that good or whatever. And, uh, and so for me, it's more like, you know, the self doubt will creep in when I finish something because that standard is so high. You're always thinking, you know, is this any good? 
uh, when it's it's more it's really more about just make the song and put it out there because mm-hmm. it's not really up to you whether or not it's quote unquote good. You know? mm-hmm. It's everyone else would decide that for you as you go. Absolutely. Now, with that being said, like when you first put out your very first you know single to the masses, yeah. you know, for people to give you a critique on your work. How did you receive that criticism? Actually, I think I, I was really appreciative of it because it was a new process for me. I didn't, I hadn't really had, I recorded before, but I'd always done it on my, uh, by myself. Mm-hmm. So I never really had someone to sit in that sort of producer's chair. And I think I was really craving that because I, again, like I'm a collaborator in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I hold my, my songs very close to my chest. I, you know, they're my, I write them. I feel really connected to them, but that being said, I really appreciate when someone can come in and give their thoughts. And the band certainly does that too now with uh, arrangement ideas or lyric ideas or, you know, chord structure and all that stuff. And I love it because, I mean, it, again, it's just growth. It makes the songs bigger. It grows me as an artist. Um, you know, if someone pushes and says, hey, this song sounds a little too much like that one. And it challenges me to find a new way of approaching music. And I, I love that because then you're always developing more you're always coming up with new stuff and uh it takes you to the next level absolutely now i see in 2018 you know you was writing seven songs a day before recording your first you know ep and then your first you know lp so how do you remember that process to be for you was that you know at a time when you was you know with your band at that time or was you still act you know moving as a solo artist yeah, no, man, that was, that was solo. Um, that was the, the, the album that sparked, I guess, the desire to get, get into it full time. So that was my friend who, who he had his recording equipment. He's like, Hey, let's, I know you got five or so songs. Let's, let's put something down. And, uh, we scheduled something for a Friday and I had that Thursday off. So I, once he, once we had scheduled everything, it, it just, I had been on like a two year hiatus on, on writing music, on recording, on playing anything. And when that scheduled date got down for recording, it sparked something. And that Thursday I sat down and seven songs came up. Mm. I don't even really remember. I remember, I remember sitting on the couch and it felt like two minutes went by and I looked down and I had seven more songs and we turned what would have been an EP into an LP. And, uh, that process was just, it was strange. I don't write like that. It just happened. And it all just kind of poured out all this stuff I've been sitting on, I guess, inside me for two years, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was a weird, that was a weird one, man. That was, that's definitely unusual. That's, that sounds like one of those songs when you just get into what I like to call a zone. Like, I remember it used to be times where, you know, when I was aspiring as an artist myself, it used to be times where I would Mm -hmm. stay up like 24 hours straight just writing, just writing music, you know, just trying to catch a vibe. And then like sometimes it just be so easy. It's just like once you get into that groove, it comes naturally to you. It's almost like, you know, the songs just start popping out randomly. Absolutely, man. Totally what it was. That's all it was. You know, it's like I didn't have any control over it. And that's, never happened to me since or before I don't anticipate it ever happens again. I, I write a lot, but it's never been like that, man. And it was, it was fun to be a part of that. Now, would you say that was some of your best work or you feel like your best work is still ahead of you? That's a good question, man. I, I, I always feel like the best works ahead, but with the caveat that every time I finish an album, 
I always get this sinking feeling for a couple months that I, I, I can't write anything better. Mm-hmm. And I usually don't write for a couple months at least after I put an album out. Um, but sure enough, like stuff just starts creeping in again. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, like we're sitting, we put out our latest album in October last year. And, uh, I don't think I even started writing until like February mm-hmm. of this year. And, and we're sitting on about 30 songs right now that, that we can sift through. So we're going to put out a lot of singles. We're going to put out another LP this coming, this coming year and, uh, or next early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, but it's, it's, to go to that question, yeah, it's like a little bit of that feeling of like I can't write anything better, but also in the back of your mind, you think, yeah, but the, I think the best stuff's ahead because you are growing. You're always learning new things. You're trying new things. Absolutely. Now, going back to you know what you just said just you know moments ago about having you know mm-hmm. thirty songs ready to go. Now, would you say you are yeah. one of those that value the quality of your music, or you like quantity? Oh, quality all the way, man. I mm-hmm. throw away. If I write 30 songs, it's because I've chipped away at 70 of them, you know, <laughs> there's going to there's gonna be a lot of stuff that no one ever hears mm-hmm. or that I'll, I'll, I'll sell off to somebody or I'll, you know, do a, a sneaky EP somewhere where it's not my name or whatever, you know, but yeah, man, if I'm working on 30 songs for this specific band, I have a really clear idea of what works for this band and what mm-hmm. doesn't. And, and I, and I have an idea of the quality level again, that, that high bar I set for myself. I'm always trying to make sure it meets that. So yeah, sometimes the band needs to talk me into keeping certain songs because I'm not convinced that they're right for this band, but you know, oftentimes their perspective is better than mine. So I do trust them. You know, from this conversation, I get that you're a bit of a perfectionist. Am I correct? Yeah, you probably could say that. I don't want to admit that, but I wanted to be like, no, but you know, fuck, you're probably right. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, maybe it's me saying the standard thing, you know, but it's true. I think it's true. I think it's true. I I really, so the album these days that we put out in October, man, the complete opposite writing on that one. Everything was, was just, I, I was hitting walls, man. I could, I could not, it was writer's block. It was, couldn't get the the music down i couldn't get the melodies like nothing was coming easy every i think aside from maybe two of the songs everything on that album and then a couple other songs that we we recorded but never used everything was just fighting to get those songs and and many of them took months to put the whole thing together Mm. so like to me it was like i had a very clear direction of what i wanted to do musically and in order to get that successfully, I had to, I had to really work at it. And it was, it was just, it was a lot of work, but I'm very proud of it because of that. But yeah, I think the perfectionism, <laughs> I think it's real. <laughs> not a you problem. call me out, man. Nah, yeah, not man. a problem. <laughs> now, with that being said, you know, after the process was all over for you, as far as putting together that first project and putting it out there, like, how did you feel afterwards? You know, once it was all said and done, you finally got it out there, you know, you're getting the buzz off of it. Now things is moving forward for you. How do you remember feeling at that moment? I was initially nervous because it had been a while since I'd made music and I never had really, I'd never really pursued it seriously. And I never really found outlets to share the music where people would respond and I would be there to to see that response. 
So initially I was actually pretty nervous about it because again, um, even though I had worked with the producer on it, I, I still felt like that self doubt of, is it any good? You know, I remember sitting in, uh, as I was developing the song, sitting in an open mic and I was pretty far down on the list and I just sat there watching everybody and I'm thinking like, man, if they, if they don't like this, I'm going to know because I'm pretty good at reading people. Mm-hmm. And that's going to tell me my, in a sense, like not to be dramatic, but I was like, that's going to tell me my future, whether it's going a certain direction or not. And so I was sitting on pins and needles, shitting bricks, everything, you know, like that was the initial thing. And then I think after that, when the response was good, it was just a matter of me going, okay, what more can I do uh, to keep pushing this? And what more can I do to keep pushing myself? And, and uh, starting a band was a big part of that. Mm. And now with your band, you know, you guys have this single, Just a Ghost, that you, you know, just recently put out. And what's next for you guys, you know, going forward with the, you know, the release of this single? Well, so that single came off of uh, our full-length album that we put out in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've been pushing that thing and we continue to push that album. Uh, we're really proud of it. We love how it turned out. It was exactly the right direction we wanted to go. Um, so we, we still, you know, we're, we're trying to put together meetings with certain record labels and uh, can't really share a lot of details about all that. But um, we're continually pushing. But then on the same side of it, we're also, like I said, we've, we've got a bunch of new songs we want to we want to keep developing and we want to record. So we're, we're planning to get into the studio this, this later this year Start the process of getting a, another album um, put together and finished that we could put out next year. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of songs that we think would be just great singles to put out throughout the year. So, um, and then all the business stuff that goes in line with that, you know, promoting an album and, and uh, promoting a band and trying to just, you know, get on a, a tour. All the stuff you, you have to do, you know, and the eighty percent of the music stuff, not just <laughs> the writing. And singing, you know, I wish it was just that, but um, yeah, we've got a lot of things we want to work on. We, we really want to get this band to the next level. We want to get people to hear it because we know people will like it when they hear it. Absolutely. Well, if nobody else has said it yet, let me be the first to say in advance, congratulations to you guys on any future deals that you get your hands on. You're definitely working hard Thanks, for it. Man. No problem. You're absolutely Thank welcome. You, I like really to manifest that. things and talk it into existence for the guests that come up here because I understand how, you know, it goes, you know? Uh, I believe in that too, man. I do that all the time. Absolutely. So with that being said, you know, I see you guys, you know, you have some, you know, potential tours in mind that you're doing. So now is this just going to be in the Midwest? Are you looking to travel throughout the whole entire country, possibly even the whole entire world? Like what is what is the dream in mind? Or should I say the goal in mind for you guys? Yeah, I mean, we want we want like I said, we want as many people that can hear us as possible. We're ready to to bust out of our, our own little area we're ready to travel wherever it takes us. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we know we got international listeners already. Spotify is great at telling you about where you're getting listens from. So, um, we know where we're, where we're liked. We know where people know us. We know where people don't know us yet. So there's a lot of untapped territory to us. It's, it's sort of a, and it's an opportunity, you know, we want to go wherever we can go. So as we plan, I mean, there's a lot of details about all that, like what, which route we'll wind up going. But, um, if nothing else this coming year, we're, we're thinking at least heading out to the West coast, 
hitting up sort of the uh, Southern California area, mm-hmm. cruising down through through New Mexico and coming back, circling up towards where we live here in the Midwest. So, uh, but again, we're open to seeing where uh, any kind of you know deals or whatever works out for us, and, uh, or any kind of national acts that might want to take us on tour with them. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's wherever we can go, man, wherever we can go. Absolutely. So now with that being said, what are the five, you know, cities you would like to, you know, perform in? You know, your dream oh, list man. of cities that you would love to perform in. I want to perform. Well, God, I'd love to perform in Austin. I've been there a few times. I love Austin. Such mm-hmm. a great town. Um love to be out in L.A. just because I love L.A. too. I love being out there in the sun. Just heals you, man. Um, I, um, I was trying to think about, like, for me, it's like the stages you look at. You, you know, I, I, you always want to reach for the next big stage. And, like, I'd love to be at Red Rocks out in Colorado, you know, Boulder area. Um, God, I love to, you know, I think of Austin. I think of Austin City Limits. I think of um, – and also following some of my, my, my heroes, my musical heroes, it'd be fun to play in Gainesville and Tom Petty's hometown, mm. go out to Jersey, play, play out in Springsteen's hometown, you know, <laughs> like it'd be great just to, you know, just to be in a, a little touch of that rock and roll history, yeah. Nashville, Memphis, sure. All that stuff's really cool. But like, you know, for me, honestly, like it's funny because one of the smaller cities in the state in Wisconsin that we live in is one of the best places that you could play here. If not, not one of, it is the best place, little place called Appleton. Mm. Um, and they, they just love you. They treat you well. They show up. They love original music. So for me, it's like, you know, the people that love you really make the best places to play. Absolutely. Wherever they are, that's where I want to be. You know, it's ironically two things because one, originally at first I was going to ask you what would be like the top venues you would like to play, but you already answered that question along with the question mm-hmm. I asked you as far as the, you know, the top cities. And then the second thing I was going to say is, is interesting that you mentioned Bruce Springsteen because I was just in his hometown yesterday driving through there. So, hey. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He only lives like five miles from there now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, crazy. Mr. Mr. Born to Run. He always said Mr. Born to Run that uh, still lives just five miles from where he grew up. <laughs> oh wow! You know that's cool. You know, Isn't especially that those that can you know you know stay close to home. You know, once they become you know known stars and known figures throughout you know the whole entire oh, yeah. entertainment business, it, it's cool when they stay close to home. I agree, man. I think it's pretty cool. Absolutely, man. So with that being said, you know, before we get ready to get up out of here, I just would like to ask, you know, this is something I like to ask every artist that come up here. Like once it's all said and done for you with your career and you feel like you're ready to hang it up, what would you work? What would you hope to have accomplished throughout the course of it? No, man, I want to die on a stage someday. I want to be 80 (laughs) years old and just keel over. It's never done, man. I want to Paul Paul McCartney my way through this whole thing, you know? Mm. I just, I can't, I don't want to stop. I don't, I can't stop, dude. It's, the goal is just to keep going. It's just to keep writing, just to keep playing. If I can be on a stage to the day I die, then I did something right. Mm. You know, and you got so many people out there, you know, especially like, you know, in, in, in certain genres, people think that you should quit after a while. And it's like, no. My thing is, if you feel like you still have a love for music and you can still do it at such a high mm-hmm. level, 
then why stop? You know, yeah. I don't like when people like yeah. to put an age limit on music. There's no age limit yeah. or time limit yeah. on artists or even good music for that stance, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely right, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, this has been a very good conversation. You know, we was grateful for having you drop by here today as our guest. And we truly do appreciate it, man. We do, you know, enjoy when we have good people like yourself come up here on this platform. So before we get ready to get out of here, we would like to ask you, you know, for anybody that's out there listening right now that would like to reach out to you, book you for, you know, a show or for, you know, an interview or even follow you on social media, get in contact with you to get some of your music. How can they make that possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go straight to BenHeraldMusic.com and you can get all of our social media links. You can get... Um, we got a booking form on there. If you want to get a hold of us, we love to talk to people. So if you email us, it's going to be us talking to you. And um, it, on social media, we're at Ben Harold Music for every single social media platform that we're on. So those are the two easiest places to catch it up. BenHeraldMusic.com being the first. And and anything else like would you like have any like um shout outs or anybody that you would like to you know send a little you know tribute to? Yeah, man, I, obviously my family, man, my, <laughs> they're the best. I have two amazing kids, and then my mom who taught me how to play. She put me here, man. She gave up being a musician so that she could raise four kids on her own. Oh wow! And then she taught me how to play music. Yeah. And and uh, actually, that's the song, Just a Ghost. It's about her. That's her story. And um, and so, like, yeah, I mean, definitely a shout-out to her. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing this. Man, we got to give your mother a round of applause as well. You know, that's always, you know, yeah. that's one thing that goes yeah. underrated. And when people hear the stories about, you know, parents giving up their dreams for the dreams of their kids, you know, we definitely got to pay our respects to the parents that do that, you know, for real, for real. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yep. So with that being said, man, everybody else out there, once again, we want to say thank you to Mr. Ben Harrell for dropping by the show here today. We truly do appreciate the conversation that we had here today and be on the lookout for Ben Harold in the rising coming to a town near you real soon. But keep it locked right here. We're about to get into this new single. It's called Just the Ghost by Ben Harold in the rising. Keep it locked right here, folks. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio.
non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. What up, what up, Miami? How you living? How you feeling out there? It's your boy Emilio Wegbar, and right now you're tuned into the hottest hip-hop and R&B station here in South Beach. It's the Radio.com, ladies and gentlemen, spelled T-H-A, Radio.com. Be sure to check out the non-stop radio show airing every Monday through Saturday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And also follow us on Twitter, at Nonstop Radio 212. This is Nonstop Radio. And that there, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear this coming on, you know that means it is time for us to get ready to wrap things up and say goodnight to you all. But I definitely want to say thank you first and foremost to tonight's special guest, Mr. Ben Harold of Ben Harold and the Risings, for coming through and chopping it up with us here tonight on the show. And for those of y'all out there that would like to hear more, man, make sure y'all go hit them up on their website. Make sure y'all go follow them on social media. And definitely make sure y'all get out there and support them by picking up their music, which is available now, right now, on all streaming platforms. You want to send a special shout out to our sponsors over at RA Pure. And if you haven't checked out RAPure.com yet, ladies and gentlemen, definitely go do so as well. Definitely want to say shout out to MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Want to shout out Blackfish Radio promo team. And I definitely want to shout out you, the listeners, for tuning in here and rocking out with me for this past hour. Be sure to check out the non-stop radio show our one hour presentation monday through saturdays at 12 noon eastern standard time on miami's hottest station for hip-hop and r&b the radio.com spelled t-h-a radio.com and be sure to hit me up on my morning show the mid-morning rush show every day monday through friday from 10 till noon on dallas's own kksj kawan j radio for those of y'all out there right now that's listening be sure to follow us on twitter at non-stop radio too one two to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip hop shows favorite hip hop show that's gonna do it for me folks I'm up out of here but until next time it's your boy Emilio White Bar signing off y'all all be safe out there y'all you're rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net this is Non-Stop Radio Started. You know I tear that ass up, son. Defecating.
Hating on these rappers like their name was constipation. Word up, got that wordplay you never heard of. Rough like Charles Manson, charged for lyrical murder. The baddest, chaotic when I let loose my status. Puff on collard greens, but I'm coming for your cabbage. Reach the peeps with techniques to prove a point. Get your crew and roll up and get smoked like a fat joint. Do me a favor, step into the crowd, kid. So when I let off, your whole crew will get blasted. I hold the fork, Cleopatra of New York. What you thought? Step into my court, you getting tossed, huh? Tucking you pigeons like needles back in the media. You need to stack up your leaders, go back and act like you need them. You whack and every trap that you clap at me. And I react to every stack that they slap at me. Come on. Steady, cause I'll preach it with Nina, or rather Betty. You ain't ready, grip the barrel with your battle and eat. When I pull out, it's the only way my nine got heat. Stop playing, it's very few that came on my lawn. And when they did, I cut the grass and the weapons were drawn. So what you saying? This is galactic takeover. Beat up this track like my last name was Hover. Mm. Go ahead and call my name and I'ma show up. Blow up, my team is right behind me, they gon' roll up. If any one of you peeps feel froggish to leap, I leave your verse marinating on the concrete. You wanna play with the heat, but I was raised in the streets. You want beef? I can release the beast in me. I wreak havoc, ratchet, called static like Illmatic. When Nas brought it back, they had to have it. Your next move, your best move. There's plenty of chess pieces around here. Don't make me show my chess pieces around here. We only wear the best pieces around here. So don't be trying to test people around here. Sabotage, I done dealt with those. They was camouflage, battle scars underneath my clothes. You can see them off, so I seen it all. I done beat them off, I done seen them all. Battle every rapper from Castle Hill to Cedar Park. It's customary, my flow could throw blows. That oh no, just go low and slow when she approached. They say he said it, you said it, cause she said that we all said it. If you said it, then come and set it off, homie. Girls giving me winks when a man turning for damn certain. Your man worried and I don't wanna hurt him. Uh, you play, I'm playing for keeps, I stay current. Uh, Albums back. Who's the non-stop radio show non-stop hip-hop the hottest underground hip-hop and r&b show on this side of the net want to be heard on the non-stop radio show send us your submissions in mp3 format at let's network musically 212 at gmail.com this is non-stop radio